This morning's reflection is about faith. For about a month or more uh, before this retreat began, I'd been spending um, many hours outside uh, working in my flower and vegetable gardens, planting and watering seeds and plants, and of course also weeding, as probably others of you had also been doing. And as I was doing this, I was particularly interested and curious and mindful of one aspect or one specific area, actually, where I had planted seeds uh, uh, a month before that um, in my vegetable garden. This uh, past spring, early spring, I received a small packet of cucumber seeds sent to me by one of my Israeli students because of my ongoing comments over the years that I've taught uh, uh, the Dhamma in Israel that they have the very, very best uh, cucumbers that I've ever eaten in Israel. Every single year, and this year very much included, I always notice a sense of awe and faith when I observe the tiny seeds in my hand and then carefully put them into the ground. And no matter how many times I've done this, there's awe in relationship to the mystery that these tiny seeds do what they do. And faith, based in years of experience, that in fact they will, or at least most of them, will eventually burst out of their tiny tight little cells and grow and fruit into various things, and in this case, uh, with this big interest in this case, in cucumbers, Israeli cucumbers, right here in New Mexico. So I've been uh, considering faith off and on over these last uh, a few months. What is it? Where does it come from? How does it work? What's its role in relationship to spiritual practice, specifically in relationship to the teachings and practices as taught by the Buddha? Is there a difference between faith and belief? And if so, what is the difference? Faith in what? In who? In Henry David Thoreau's book called Faith in a Seed, he said this, Do I... Though I do not believe that a plant will spring up where no seed has been, I have great faith in a seed. Convince me that you have a seed there, and I'm prepared to expect wonders.
In the teachings that we've inherited from the Buddha, faith is one of five spiritual faculties or five uh, spiritual powers, as they're often called, with the other four being effort or energy, mindfulness, concentration, and wisdom. These qualities of heart and mind, of being, these qualities of being are what bring power and balance to our mind and heart, with each of them being an essential aspect in our practice on our path towards awakening. So one aspect of faith is that it's a power, it's a strength. The Pali word that's translated into faith is sada, and there's actually no one word in English that can really encompass the full meaning of sada. Faith from this perspective includes or encompasses trust, confidence, courage, strength, devotion, and clarity. The literal translation of the Pali word sada is to place one's heart upon, to connect from the heart, to offer one's heart, to give over one's heart. So another aspect of faith is that it's a verb, an action, to place one's heart upon, to connect from the heart, to offer one's heart. My Israeli students tell me that the root of the word faith in Hebrew is a verb. It's not something we have, they say, but something that we do. So from this perspective, we could say that we faith. So sada, the willingness to take the next step, to open to the unknown, and to see it as as an adventure, to embark on the journey to faith. So faith is a power, a strength, and as a verb, an action to place one's heart upon. From the perspective of the Buddha Dhamma, there are three levels of faith, and I'll just briefly uh, offer this to you, or no, talk about them briefly. The first usually occurs when we encounter something or someone that inspires us, which could be a particularly meaningful moment for us in the natural world, or maybe a specific piece of music or a work of art or a Dhamma talk, or connecting with a wonderfully inspiring person. Any of these experiences may engender a level of faith in which we feel filled with a kind of brightness and devotion and love in those moments. But sometimes those moments may not be grounded in wisdom, and so may possibly be the cause of what could be called a blind faith. This flavor of faith is usually in relationship to something outside of ourselves. Faith based in a dependence on someone or something outside of ourselves to make us feel good, to make us feel happy, 
But of course, all things, people, situations, experiences, it all changes. And so this flavor of faith isn't sustainable. In time, or maybe even quite quickly, uh, we might find ourselves disappointed or disillusioned, maybe feeling abandoned. Blind faith often leaves, very often leaves. And we feel may feel defeated or we may feel thwarted. Something probably each of us has felt, each of us has experienced at some point in our life. The Buddha talked about a deeper level of faith called verified faith. And this faith is based in confidence that's born out of our own wise consideration. Using our innate intelligence, our discriminating wisdom, our mindful attention to investigate our experience. So just a very brief example, for instance, we have faith in the truth of impermanence. Not simply because we've heard about it, read about it, but because of our own very clear observation, investigation, and reflection. And the understanding, the insights that arise out of our direct mindful attention to our own experience of body, mind, and heart. And as we see this natural truth occurring over and over and over again, we find eventually that we're less and less experiencing disappointment or feeling disillusioned. And we don't feel abandoned by things when they change. Our faith in the changing nature of things actually provides a great strength and confidence and actually opens the door of the heart, of the mind, to the perfectly natural fact of boundless possibility. With our growing wisdom in verified faith, based in verified faith, we can intimately touch the present moment, which is fading and dissolving into the unknown, even as we meet it. With a clear, verified faith, we find that we can open up to what's happening right now in all of its fleeting ephemerality and its mutability in our bodies, in our mind, and heart, and in the world around us. The third level of faith that the Buddha spoke about is a great power, the great power of unshakable faith. This is the faith that we have in the direction of our life's journey, our spiritual path, meaning a faith in the incredibly vast potential of our understanding. This unshakable faith is rooted in verified faith, which continues to deepen and to strengthen through developing a meditation practice that evolves towards bringing the fruits and the gifts of genuine insight and realization. The primary ingredient of heart and mind 
by which this happens is learning to stay open and connected in the experience of the moment. So this is unshakable faith that's rooted in opening to the mystery, the truth beyond the realm of our conditioned ideas, opinions, beliefs, and feelings. Faith in our own direct, immediate, deepest experience, just as it is. This path of awakening asks a very deep and profound willingness of us, willingness to open directly to our experience, to open to the mystery of experience. So I'd like to take just a couple of moments now to look at the difference between faith and belief. To travel this path, we actually need to rely on faith, not on belief. As I've already mentioned, faith, uh, the willingness, faith and the willingness to open to the mystery of experience in contrast with belief. If we meet experience with a set of beliefs, It becomes a process of interpreting, it becomes a process of our mind interpreting and understanding experience so that it conforms with our habituated patterns, our habituated learned patterns, which are, we could call them beliefs, meaning patterns that are already in place, pre-established patterns, pre-established this moment learned patterns of perception, habituated ways of thinking or acting, or more more accurately, we could say, reacting, which includes the inherited, learned ways from our culture, as well as all of the various venues of our upbringing. So faith as willingness and confidence Confidence and faith based in experience, not based on beliefs. Sada, faith, confidence and trust in relationship to our practice, meaning confidence and trust in our own potential for waking up. Faith in our potential, growing from faith in our own direct, deepest experiences. Faith in the possibility of waking up out of suffering, waking up out of the quagmire of ongoing dissatisfaction, discomfort, disappointment, neediness. Faith in the possibility of waking up to the spaciousness of open-hearted presence and ease of being with things as they are, however they are, inside us and outside of us. With our practice based in a concentrated mindful attention, we're shifting the basis or the organization, if you will, of our personality away from the habitual conditioned patterns of reaction 
and the created or constructed identities of who we think we are, our self. We're shifting the basis of our ways of selfing to simply being mindful awareness itself. Our practice begins to break down the habituated patterns, dismantle the long-held conditioned patterns. We're moving from the various beliefs that I'm this and I'm that, that I'm something, to knowing that in truth we aren't anything. With a growing faith in our practice, we're moving step by step by step with mindful attention and great care and great tenderness directly into the mystery of our being. And this requires faith. A willingness, strength, power, and confidence. Faith that blossoms from the seeds of our experience. Our faith based in the seed of a pure mindful attention, the seed of natural awareness, which is available for everyone. Practice informs us along the way that we must live. That awakening is about living without the false reassurance of explanations, order, and structure that we've been habitually attached to and identified with. Stepping into the mystery, embracing life by learning to live in awareness based in mindful attention frees us from a sense of maybe hollowness or unsatisfactoriness, incompleteness, separateness that pervades a life based in habitual, conditional, reactive patterns. There's really a great vitality in life that's grounded in awareness. In closing the reflection this morning with a quote from somebody, I don't know who, When you come to the edge of all the light that you know and are about to step off into the darkness of the unknown, faith is knowing that one of two things will happen. There will be something solid to stand on or we will learn to fly. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.